Hello, friends. Welcome to the Gen Z and Millennial Expert Podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Gen Z and Millennial Expert. Happy Monday, everybody. I hope everybody's having a terrific Monday. The date is April 5th, 2021. And I hope this week has started out great for everyone. It was a great weekend. I hope everybody had a great weekend as well. I hope you were able to have some fun with the family, enjoy Easter, and do whatever made you happy. And that is key. Anyways, I'm glad you're all here today. And as always, we appreciate your listenership. Without you, there would be no us. Because the whole point is to have a podcast where individuals listen. This podcast is devoted to Gen Zs and Millennials and those leaders who lead them. So great to be here. Great to have you here. And today we're going to talk about, we're going to have a great podcast about how individuals can be type A personalities and driven as Millennial and Gen Zs. I'm sure you either know people that are type A's or driven, or you may be one yourself. These individuals are folks that have this innate ability to just always want more. And it's something that like clicks inside you. We don't all choose to be class A personalities. But the, the personalities usually are A, B, C, and D. And type A personalities are those that just have this inner drive, this inner sense to want more all the time. Nothing seems to satisfy the appetite. It's kind of like going to an all-you-can-eat buffet. And no matter how much you eat, you want to keep eating more. That is the same thing for type A personalities. They're driven, they want more, and they will just continue to get more. Think about all the individuals that make a lot of money, that are rich. They may be billionaires. They don't need any more money. They don't need anything else, but they just want to keep accumulating more. Sometimes type A personalities are are ego-driven. They're eccentric. But sometimes they're so success-oriented that no matter what they do, it's just not good enough. They're not typically satisfied with what they have, with what they have achieved, and they want to achieve more. Now, I must confess that I am also a type A personality. And the reason why I say that is I was always driven with this mind frame that I always want success. I always want more. I always want to be the best. And unfortunately, that can be a good thing, but it can also be a hindrance. I mean, we can go back to as far back as roughly 10, 11 years ago when I was in my mid-30s where we were playing kickball. And when I was playing kickball, I was super ultra competitive to literally where I was diving on the ground, diving for the kick, the ball in kickball, getting bruises, having blood come down my knees 
and just acting like a fool on the on the field. And this to me was being highly competitive, but it was that that desire to want to win, to want to be the best, to want to make sure I'm an all-star kickball hitter or pitcher. And I look back now and go, how foolish. My desire to win, my desire to be competitive, that inner drive that I had was almost to a fault where it made no sense. And I'm sure you know people like that, or you may even be one. I, Like I said, it took me into my mid-30s before I started to clue in that, guess what? Nobody else cares that I can be an all-star kickball player or that I'm trying to be the best person on the field. Nobody cares. At the end, you just look like a pompous fool. And that is what I look like. And even in business, I always tend to be ultra-competitive. Why I always wanted my teams to win. I wanted my teams to be successful. And that's it's a great approach. But it can also be very problematic. Why is it problematic? It's problematic because when you have that sense of wanting to win, people can see it. And they're like wondering, why do you want to win so bad? Why do you have that inner drive to really be the best? Sometimes what you do is when you're trying to be the best, you tend to alienate others. And when I say alienate others, I mean people lose their respect for you because they see that you're trying to be a bigger part than the sum or the whole of the team. And that is where you have to try to determine if you're going to be a type A personality, that's one thing. If you're going to be driven, that's one thing. But you also have to separate the desire to be competitive, to win, by the other flip side, is do it with being gracious. Do it with dignity. Do it with a professional type of attitude. When I go back to being on the intramural kickball team, I, I was a professional. I looked like a pompous ASS. And that's unfortunate because that's not who I am. But I even had my best friend at the time tell me that I was no longer welcome on any of his kickball teams or any of his teams for that matter. Not because he didn't like me, he's my best friend. But it was because I alienated people around me. I became a part that was trying to be bigger than the whole, which is the team. When you wanna be a team person, you need to learn to pass the ball to be a good teammate, to cheer for your others and not be somebody that is trying to be the star of the team. Now, I wasn't always like this growing up. I used to be one of those people who was very team supportive. Back in my senior year of high school, I won the most inspirational award for our football team. Why? Because I was always cheering the team on. I always put the team first. And that is what good teammates, good performing groups do. 
they put the team first. And with that, that was a, a key learning point for me. So when I looked like a fool and my best friend said, you're not going to be on my teams anymore, that was a really troubling uh, concern for me. And I believe that is when I started going, you know what? It's not what matters to being a, a superstar. What matters is being a good teammate that can perform at a high level and that has fun. And I think I lost the sense of having fun. And as Gen Z and millennials, sometimes it's easy to learn or to, to, to be able to not notice that you're no longer having fun. That desire to be the best cannot be overtaken without having fun. Uh, I can even go back to my four-year-old. Lately, all he talks about is winning and losing. He doesn't like to lose and he, get, he gets frustrated. He goes to tantrum when he loses. But then I started thinking, where did that come from? And simply, it definitely came from me. I was a very poor sportsman growing up. I hated to lose. So that means I have to teach him early because more than likely, he is also a type A personality and is driven. And that could be a great thing. Some of the most successful people in the world are type A personalities. They're driven. They are admired by others. They're leaders. They're managers. They're, they're, they're professionals. They're leaders in their field. And they've learned to, to basically take that, take that type A personality, take that driven type of ability and harness that energy. And that energy overall will take them to where they want to go. But the key is, don't be a fool out there. Don't be somebody that's trying to be the rah-rah, let me have all the attention, look at me, me, me. I mean, I could even go back to when I was in first, I think it was second grade or third grade. I had a teacher type on the report card back then they used to type on it. And I still have it. I got to bust it out and, and reread re, re it. But it was like, hey, me, 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 look at me, look at me. So I was an only child. So attention was important to me. Again, I think it had to do with that driven type of personality, but also somebody that was a show off and, you know, an only child. So that can also be personal characteristics of somebody that is driven, somebody that has a type A personality. But what I want to get to the point is, and that point is, if you have that type A personality, if you are driven, then take that energy and use it to some good. Make sure that if you want to be the best, you make everybody around you good. Everybody will have respect for you as an individual, as a leader, as an employee, when you are able to demonstrate that you can take that talent, that attitude, those personal characteristics that make you so great, you'll be able to take that to the next level because people want to emulate that. People want to follow that. Those are the type of individuals where uh, you find yourself to be very charismatic because people can see that they know you're talented. They know that you know the knowledge. They know that you have the ability to be great and they want to follow that. 
but they don't want to follow a showman. A showman is somebody who performs for attention. And that is where the driven, the personality characteristics, the type A personality can all be wrapped in a lump sum to determine how you're going to react. And the way you react is going to be the way individuals are going to take notice of you. They're going to determine, are they going to be somebody that's going to be somebody that is capable of leading me? Or are they going to be somebody that is just going to be in it for themselves? So one of the things I want to talk about also is how can you tell if you're dealing with a driven personality type? So let's just say you're not the driven type. You're not the type A personality. How can you tell? Well, driven personality types are very ambitious, persistent, and want to succeed. This sounds like a lot of Gen Z and millennials, right? They don't mind putting their work in to achieve their goals and are among the most likely types to become Believe it or not, workaholics and the type of personality traits for driven individuals include needs to be in control of the environment and all the people in it, doesn't want to appear soft, a workaholic, admires success, uh, persistence, uh, ruthless to get the job done, projects power, projects elegance, tenacious, these are just a few. Others include, uh, you know, slow and methodical types that appear lazy. Uh, they appear crazy to more slow and methodical types. They can't stand it. And they reject gestures of affection. They may even reject responsibilities and blame others or circumstances. I can tell you right now, Unfortunately, there are a lot of those traits that I am very familiar with because I have also felt the same way in many cases. And it's not actually a good thing. But now you look at those type of attitudes, what are good career options for, for someone with those traits? And I can see why I am the way I am when I read this. And it basically will say, driven personality types like to be in charge, and they can be very good at it, especially on result-oriented team. They're focused on results as well as personal success. I mean, that just literally sounds exactly like how I, how I move forward in my career. Uh, driven personality types work hard, sometimes too hard, and can be reluctant to cede control to others who they think may not be putting in enough effort. I, I I literally almost every single one of these personality traits are things that I resonate with very well. Now, when you're reading that, is that you or is that somebody you know or is that somebody who you desire to be? It is very difficult. If you're not a type A personality, if you're a type B, C or D, there's nothing wrong with that because we all are certain personality types that have certain characteristics. We are not all built to be personality or type A personalities, and you can't choose to be a type personal, type A personality. This is something we're born with. Just like I said, my son earlier, he really puts a lot of stock 
into winning and losing and doesn't like to lose. He seems to be very stubborn. He seems to be very hard-headed. And he doesn't like to be told what to do. That's a scary thought, even when my wife says the same thing. Because that is exactly like who I am. And again, that's not always a great thing. So these are some of the things that I have to work on. I'm tenacious. I'm, pers per I, I'm, I'm persevering in, in everything I do. And again, you have to be careful with this because if you do it too much, you'll put your personal success ahead of the team. And as we talked about earlier, that is definitely not the direction you want to go. At the end, you are nothing without your team. Your team makes dreams. As a leader, the only thing you are is a, an orchestrator of how the team performs. Your job is to make sure all the pieces of the leader are in place and you drive the train and lead it to success. So today we talked about people that are driven, that are motivated, that have this internal perseverance, that passion, that tenacious attitude. And you know who you are. You may be one or you may know who someone is. But a lot of Gen Z and millennials have had to be like that. That's how they've gotten to where they are today. And harness that energy if you have it. If you don't have it, you can learn some of it. You can maybe take some tips and pointers from type A personalities. But again, these are personal characteristics that we're generally born with. And it's not something we have to try to do. Uh, we, we just are. So again, I hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Uh, we appreciate your listenership. If you if you uh, if you want to listen to or learn more about the Gen Z and Millennial podcast, feel free to check out our website, Gen Z and Millennial Expert.com, or email me at Jason at jwigginsconsulting.com. And again, I also have a book out if you haven't had a chance uh, to check it out and you want to learn more about millennials and particularly millennial leadership. The actual book is called Millennial Leadership, Everything You Need to Know, How to Understand, Retain, and Motivate Gen Y Leaders. So this is a Monday through Thursday podcast. So we look forward to talking to you again on tomorrow. Tuesday, we'll, we'll, again, we'll provide some great insights, some commentary as you learn more about Gen Z and Millennials. So if it's in the afternoon, morning, or night, be safe, take care, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.